Hey everyone, welcome to Anchor Watch Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Kirsten, and today we're discussing uh, Below Deck Sailing Yacht Season 3, Episode 1, Tomfoolery. Uh, so this is the first episode of this new season. Uh, overall, first initial impressions, what do we think? I like the crew so far. I will say though, like Captain Glenn and Sailing Yacht of the Below Deck franchise, that's been my favorite, so I'm like really excited for the season, I think. Based on, like, all the promos we've gotten, it looks like it's going to be good. It does. And I think I'm just so happy to have Daisy back. I missed her. I love her as Chief Stew. Um, and so I'm so glad she's she's joining us again, triumphantly. And also maybe making out with people in hot tubs. But that's we'll get to that. Yeah, it looks like every, it looks like they're definitely a crew that's looking to hook up, even, like, within each other. I feel like sometimes we get, like... Just one person that sticks with, like, pursuing that one person or, like, everyone goes after one person. But I feel like they seem to mix it, mix and match. Mix and match, for sure. And on night one, we start with that. Uh, but before we get into that, let's do a quick rundown of the crew and what we think of everyone. Um, so, starting with the top, Captain Glenn. He's back. We love him. Amazing. We love the Parcival. We oh, love Glenn. Parcival. We just, his management style, I think, too, like, He's laid back, but he's also, like, he comes in there and he's like, here's what we need to do. And then you definitely saw that in tonight's episode and just, like, how he handled everything. Um, yeah. I love seeing him in his bed with his little iPad and his headphones in. Like, he he's just... such a dad. He's such a dad, especially <laughs> in his talking heads. And he's like, let me explain to you what's going on. Yeah. Um, and he, like, chuckles at himself, too, which is really good to see. He's also really great with the guests, I feel like. He is. He's He's got the personality for it. And I think because of the way that the the sailing yacht is laid out he does get more face time with the guests because when they're sailing he's up on the deck with them um and i think he definitely has the right personality for it i mean let's go with like returners so next in line i think is technically gary because it seems him and glenn were like working even like off season that which was, I think was so cute to see yeah i love I love their little their little bromance. They seem to... I'm not necessarily Team Gary all the way. I didn't love him last season, but I, I like that Glenn likes him. I think Gary, like, I think in terms of his job and, like, management, I think last season he kind of struggled a little bit with JL and Sydney, but I also think there was a lot more that we didn't see in terms of what was going on. But I will say, like, Gary gets his work done. Like, he seems like he's on top of it, like, professional. Um, his personal choices aren't exactly... What I would choose, I think it's funny, his mom, if you saw at the beginning, even knows that um, he's, you know, she said, don't, don't screw up on the first night. And, well, you know, it, debatable if it was a screw up, but for sure, he didn't listen to her advice and he was crazy. He and, definitely didn't turn over a new leaf and learn from his mistakes last season. No, he did not. Uh, but... I have hope that maybe he'll have the redemption arc that Joao had on Med, um, where I didn't like him the first season, and now this season maybe he'll he'll be seen in a better light. Yeah, I'm glad Colin's back. Colin, I think, was always just, like, so funny. Like, he was just kind of like, let me watch the drama that's going on yeah. and, like, give his opinion and things like that and be like, Gary, I don't think you should do that, but you know what? He's going to do it anyway, and then we'll just kind of see what happens. Um, so I'm glad he's back. He's definitely another one. Hard worker on top of his job and, like, not as problematic as others, but I think Absolutely. this season might be different with a different girlfriend, it seems. Maybe it maybe does. he'll get in the hot tub. Maybe, maybe he'll get in the hot tub. And it does seem from some of the pro promo we saw uh, that there seems to be a malfunction at some point, which I think is in his area of control. 
So we'll see if that's how how bad that is, because the promos do sometimes uh, hype it up a little more than maybe it ends up being. But yeah. that'll be interesting to see him in action. Chef Marcos, his food looked outstanding. Oh, I, I love Chef Marcos already. It. I love him. He seems super funny, super kind of laid back and chill. Like, I know my food's good, like, food is good, but he doesn't seem as, like, super defensive and arrogant as I think other chefs are that have come on the show. Especially with the guests saying they were still hungry, I think in the past the chefs we've seen would have really taken that to heart and really really been upset by that and he was like ugh they're drunk these drunk people are hungry let me make them another two three courses and i think that's a really good a sign of a really good chef yeah i think last season too like when daisy said that to natasha 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 kind of went at daisy and was like well they shouldn't still be hungry and kind of like went off about it but i think marcos handled it really well in terms of just okay, I'll make them more food or let me make them outdoors or here's something I can whip up quickly. And he's like, oh, I'll just bring it up to them. Like, he was on top of it. I'm excited to see what else he kind of puts out. Um, Mm -hmm. And he just seems really great. He does. And side note, I love his accent. I think it's great. It's so endearing and it's very fun. Um, I love, I love, I'm a sucker for an accent, but I love his. He's beautiful too. He is. Beautiful man. And Um, then next we have Daisy who, like we said, we're just happy she's back. She's great. I think she's also great in terms of like, guest management and also managing her team i love her she's so funny um follow her on instagram she's great she had great fashion choices the dress she showed up in was gorgeous oh yeah um i think uh it will be interesting to see how she handles this particular stew team because the um last season her stews were friends um and very close in age and very similar and i don't necessarily get that very close friendship vibe they're certainly not close in age uh 10 year difference so it'll be interesting to see how she manages that yeah the 10 year age difference was definitely interesting to me um just because i think like you know a decade like when you put it that way Mm -hmm. it's definitely a lot um i think it was really interesting too um just how they seem to be kind of on the same level in terms of their experience from what ashley had said and watch what happens live but yeah I think Gabrielle and Ashley, I think they both seem like they're good at their job, but I think they're going to butt heads just because I think Gabriella is very much, I'm a second stew. I'm like far superior to you now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that is something that will be interesting and we'll see kind of how that like tension almost progresses over the season. Yeah. And it'll be interesting. Ashley is 10 years younger, but has almost the same amount of experience so I can see her wanting to rise through the ranks and in Daisy's eyes and be put maybe on more nights um so it'll be interesting to see how Daisy handles that and what happens yeah I think the main reason too that Gabriella was second stew was the bartending experience because at night for sure that's definitely gonna that's what they need more in handy and I think bartending is something with Allie like she learned that kind of hands-on so I think Ashley will like get that learning experience too which will be great yeah and then another thing to add to her resume for her next her next charter next charter um and then the deck team so we have Tom and Kelsey Kelsey yeah well we'll start with Kelsey she seems very chill I very relaxed she knows what she's doing I think yeah nothing too crazy um she's bunking with Daisy which I think is a good move um just on the fact that that means Daisy is not bunking with her stews and they get a break from each other. Um, 
but yeah, I like Kelsey. I don't have any, I don't have much to say about her, but you know, she seems chill. She seems kind of like, all right, I'm here to like kind of put my head down, get some work done. She did like go to bed early when like everything else kind of happened. They're like pre-work um, yeah. shenanigans, but <laughs> yeah, I think it'll be interesting too to see her kind of come out of her shell this season. Yeah, I'm interested to see who she who she is on a party night. Oh yeah, uh, which brings us to the title character of the episode, if you will, Tom. Tom is the youngest of the crew, I think. He's 23. Ashley's 23, but apparently she's a few months older, which she made very he clear. He acts like he's younger than 23, though. He acts much younger. The maturity levels are not there. No. Uh, went far too hard for not even having done a whole charter yet. No, and he seems a little oblivious, too, I think, in some of the promos for, like, what's to come this season. I think that crisis emergency with the boat, I think he ends up being on watch that night. So I think, is it going to all come down on him? I don't know. But I think he's definitely someone in terms of being super green. Yeah. he and Which is interesting. They didn't really talk much about how green he is. I feel like in seasons past, they've been like, we have a whole green deck. And it'll be interesting. They don't, they didn't hype it as much. Gary didn't hype it as much. But he definitely seems inexperienced, if not in sailing in life um i think it's unfortunate he's bunking with captain because yeah i almost wish colin or gary were in there but i get the bromance so wanting to kind of keep them all together or even the chef i feel like the chef and the captain might be a good it just things might have gone better for tom if he hadn't gotten sick in the captain's bathroom yeah first impression wise i don't think tom like he seems cute he seems nice he just did not it's, do well in terms of the work. No, and I think he did fine while they were actually working. Like, there didn't seem to be much issue with, like, oh, you're missing spots when you're cleaning, or you don't know how to clean the boat, because it seems like there's kind of a specific thing. It's just the... He went too hard, too fast. I think he's trying too hard to make everyone like him. It's night one. Yeah, I think he, too, is he's like, oh, I'm just trying to keep up with everybody, but I think he was surpassing people in he, terms of the drinks. Very quickly, too. I mean, we saw... Everyone had maybe one or two beers and one or two shots. Seems about right. Colin had less, because he's super chill man who doesn't overindulge in anything. But Tom definitely went overboard, which is not a good look for him or for the boat. Yeah. Um, yeah, Glenn was not happy. He shut them down, which I thought was really interesting too, because Gary and Ashley really weren't drinking. They were they were off canoodling and making beds. <laughs> Making beds, I can't. That was so blatantly flirting, Gary. You knew what you were doing. Well, even Tom was in there flirting and be like, well, who's your type? Who's your whatever? So I I thought that was very quickly to kind of go after each other. It wasn't something they really eased into. No, and I think, you know, far be it from me to tell Ashley what her, her preferences should be. But she shut Tom down very, very quickly for being too young for her. They are the same age. They are the same age. They're both 23. And I think... And this was before all the puking. This was before... Yeah, this was when all she knew was he... And he's a cute guy. Like, there's not... I felt bad for him in that moment. Like, he... Yeah. He really shot a shot very quickly for... Yeah, Gary was also flirting. I don't know why Gary's saying that he wasn't flirting. He was definitely, he was definitely flirting Gary there. Gary was flirting. Uh, I... Especially asking her to make your bed, I feel like, was very just, like... I don't know what I'm doing. It's like, okay, Gary. Okay. Like, you just want an excuse to, like, you know, get up in there. Yeah, and they had some alone time, which was good. 
too, and then they had their little moment, moment on the bow. I think it was on the bow. Okay. Learning learning boat parts still. How many seasons in? Yeah. Well, sometimes it's harder too because it's at night, so Hard they to were see. like really zoomed in on just the two of them. But Ashley shot her shot. She did. I think Gary was into it until he realized this is my theory that he was doing the same thing he did last season, and when he realized he was secluded from the rest of the group with a girl on night one, I think he may have had some flashbacks mm-hmm. to last season, and that might have been what he, what made him go, wait, this is all you, I wasn't flirting, even though he definitely was. Well, I liked how the next morning he said to Colin, oh, I didn't kiss Ashley last night. He's such a liar. This is why I didn't like him last season. Like... Don't lie about things you know we got on camera because production is always going to find that and call you out. Yeah. You know? So I thought that was interesting because Ashley was like, yeah, I kissed Gary last night. And Gary was like, oh, we were just hanging out. We were just having a good time. So I wonder how that's going to... Because it bit him in the butt last season when it came to Sydney and Allie. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. And then, I mean, in terms of like the boat getting ready, it definitely seemed like it was less of a mess from last season. I think Daisy definitely knows Parsifal now a lot better. Yes, and it helped, I think, that Gary has been on board the whole time, and so there hasn't been someone new that comes on to rearrange everything to their liking, um, which made the process seem cleaner and faster, and everyone seemed competent on first glance. They know how to do their jobs, at the very least. Um, at least the cleaning and organizing and without guests part of doing their jobs. We'll see. We'll, we'll see how it goes. I mean, so far these Charlie guests are definitely interesting, um, especially with kind of just how it ended off last. Yeah, so the guests seem pretty pretty typical. I wouldn't say they're any more crazy or ch- laid back than anyone we've ever really seen. Um, big drinkers, it seems like. The, there wasn't really a drink count. I feel like they usually do that, but then... No, they were counting the appetizers instead. They were counting all the courses because they were so hungry. And I thought, and you said this when we watched it, those were normal, normal portions. Yeah, and I think Captain Glenn and um, other chefs have said it too. Like, when you come to a yacht, it's fine dining, so you're going to expect smaller portions. I think also, too, was like, it was a four-course dinner, and they were still hungry after the third course, but they had dessert coming, and, like, he had that ready to go, so I think... Yeah, and it was a substantial dessert. That was, that was yeah. a whole giant martini glass full of, um, what was it, tiramisu? I think so. It looked delicious. It looked really good, but... I think the way Marcos handled that whole situation, just very quickly, like, whipping up something else for them, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they did eat the dessert, I believe, because that was something I was nervous for, was, like, you just made her another entree. Another two. They had, they, she had an entree, and then everyone else had, like, a whole other round of, so another then, two courses, but, like, yeah. a round of, like, those hors d'oeuvres, they loved his hors d'oeuvres at those the beginning. Those looked really good. I think, like, in terms of, like, the appetizers and, like, a luncheon kind of course like that, I think Marcos... And Rachel have been the only chefs to, like, kill that. Um, That looked really good. Daisy even sounded surprised. She was like, this is what past appetizers should look like. Like, okay. Yeah, I'm interested to kind of see how he progresses the season. But I think the way that he just handled that whole situation seems really good. And I think, too, it's interesting because he cooks in L.A. Um, I know a lot of seasons we kind of get issues when it comes to the eggs, like, scrambled, poached. So he knows the American standards for things, which is helpful. Plus, it is interesting that he's primarily a food truck chef, so the galley seems big to him. I know we've had a couple of chefs who've felt very claustrophobic in the galley almost, and this might be a good thing that he doesn't, and he's actually thinking he has more space than he usually does. Um, 
which can be helpful. So, yeah. So these guests, back to them, seem pretty normal until the primary after dinner, uh, chatting up Gabriella and uh, kind of crossing a line, a huge line. Uh, not kind of, actually. I would no, say he definitely, definitely crossed the line. Crossed it. I thought it was interesting, too, like, just how Gabriella handled it. I think she definitely, you know, she was just being polite, you know, as you do, like, complimenting her. He definitely took it way too far. Um, I will say she handled it with a lot of composure and a lot of grace. She seemed yeah. very sure of what she was saying. She didn't get nervous. She just kind of got mildly annoyed and said, in a very polite tone, I thought, like, hey, we, we can't you can't say that, you're kind of crossing a line, it might be time for you to go to bed, um, I'm not going to answer that question, these kinds of things, which I thought was, it's really hard to find that line between, like, still being customer service polite and also standing up for yourself and putting someone in their place when they talk to you in a way they shouldn't. Yeah, especially when it's the primary, it's like, this is the person that's controlling your tip, so you can't be outwardly aggressive and mean to them, but they also need to learn, like, you know, you're crossing a line here, this isn't, no means no, like, yeah, and I think I think she handled it really well. We'll see how kind of ended the episode without any resolution to that. Yeah, it's probably hopefully right where we pick right up because we, we didn't up. get um like a you know next week on Below Deck we got more of like here's what's to come this whole season, which while we love that is not helpful for the immediate. Um, but I think something on Watch What Happens Live did Ashley say or Glenn said that she came to Glenn with this issue so yeah it'll be interesting to see it seems like he wasn't going to go to bed and even though like he's still awake she has other things she needs to do she needs to put away she's cleaning and the table decor and like clean up and everything like that so like also kind of respecting and like understanding that side of her job yeah and um, i i do think that probably a lot of the charter guests don't understand that the stews have more duties beyond serving them alcohol i don't necessarily always know if they know that but she made that pretty clear um, I will be interested. Do you think she goes to Glenn immediately, like, while the guest is still up, or do you think she gets the guest to bed and then the next morning says something to Glenn? I think she's probably going to end up going the night of because he seems like he's going to be sticking around for a while. Yeah. Um, he was still standing at the bar and asking for a couple drinks and things like that. Um, so I think I think that's what's going to end up happening. I think she's handled it really well. Um, it's really frustrating to see her kind of be put in that position. It is. Um, especially because you have all the other guests kind of going to bed. The only real, like, witness to it is the cameras and, like, her. So I think, you know, it's good that cameras were there because maybe it kind yeah. of stopped things from escalating to a certain extent that, like, not other stews might have the ability to do, but... Yeah, and I do I do wonder, these guests who come on this boat, they know they're going to be filmed. This is not a surprise. They signed up, presumably, because they want to be on reality TV. And then to act like this, when you know a camera is following you, seems irresponsible. Like, why would you do that? I never yeah. understand that. It'll be interesting to see if he, after next week's episode, even comes out and says anything on his social media or any, like, kind of statement. Yeah, or maybe if he realizes before the end of his charter and says something, like, on the way out before he gives the tip. Yeah. We've never really seen that before. They don't no. usually apologize to him, but there's always a chance. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he realizes the error of his ways in minute two next week. But we'll see. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll definitely be interesting. This crew definitely seems interesting, especially after their little, like, first, like, crew night out, but not really. Not really. Like, they had, they barely knew each other Yeah. to, to have a crew night out, but. But to have, like, some more drama ensue, but even just in terms of, like, 
the drinking consumption. I think it'll be interesting to see how Tom continues to handle his alcohol. Yeah. Um, sleeping in the crew mess was not a good look for anyone. Um, but especially not butt naked. Yeah. Um, I did think it was interesting that Glenn sleeps in his uniform. He got out of that bed fully dressed. Which is such a side note to this whole episode, but I really... He wasn't even asleep yet. I think if he had been asleep, it would have been... It would have been different. Different, but I also thought it was interesting how Tom's like, I feel so sick right now. I thought he was... I genuinely thought we were going to see him on Glenn. Like, I thought that he was not going to make it to the bathroom. That seems to be what the crew thought was going to happen, too, because they all, the next morning, like, Colin and Gary were like, did you... Were you sick on Glenn? And, and, And Glenn's like... Glenn even came out and was like, no, 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 he made it to the bathroom. I was just right there. Yeah, now he needs to clean the bathroom. Which he did. I will say, he did not complain. He was very apologetic. I think, I almost think the embarrassment of the situation might actually stop him from doing it again. Yeah, I think hopefully it was a reality wake-up call for him. One time, I went too hard kind of situation. Yeah. Um. But, yeah. Okay, major predictions for the rest of the season. Who do we think is going to leave if anyone is going to leave? Tom might... I don't, I don't know. Glenn hasn't, I don't think, fired anyone. Glenn has never fired anyone that we've seen. That we've seen. And most of his crew ends up making it the whole season. But I could mm-hmm. see maybe Tom, if he doesn't kind of get, get his, his shit together, <laughs> yeah, um, be kind of asked to leave or at least reprimanded a lot. Um because his work seems good. It's just a matter of how much does he let their free time interfere with his work. I think it's gonna is what it's gonna come down to. Yeah, it'll be especially interesting. You keep seeing in the promo that there's a storm watching Anchor Watch mm-hmm. and being on top of it. It seems that it might be Tom yeah. who was up and in charge and supposed to be on top of things. So I think that will be any inkling. It seems yeah. like we have a lot of making out with we do. In the hot tub. The hot tub it seems like the place to be. Um, Gary and Daisy, I, the beer drop, the dropping the, of his beer I, bottle that gets, gets me, me every time because it's just like that, oh, almost, like we're doing this. Almost unconsciously, it seems like he, yeah. I assume because of the way he's holding his beer, which just is getting so into the weeds of a three second clip, but that Daisy is the one who kisses him and he is so shocked by the fact his beer drops into the hot tub. Slips yeah. right out of his hand, and he goes full in both hands on a, on her face. Which, to me, which, like, is a textbook good kiss. Like, he seems to know what he's doing. He seems very into it, too, which I think is very interesting, given just how, how... much they, but, they butted heads last season. They were truly an enemies to lovers, if this is what this turns into. Especially because there's also clips of him and Ashley making out, and then it seems Gabriella was kissing... Someone? Someone? Unclear who? Uh, so the Girls Gone Wild might be the theme of the, of the, uh... I think even Ashley and Daisy shared a kiss in one of the promos. Yeah! We'll have to see what that's all about. I, I do hope both Stews stay this whole season. I think they're both great. I, I hope that them butting heads doesn't turn into a bigger thing that causes one of them to need to leave, because we've seen that before. Um, but hopefully... Daisy's wonderful management skills will save them from that fate, and they can finish up the season together. All right, any last thoughts? I 
think that's it. I definitely am very excited for next week and just, like, mm-hmm. this whole season. I mean, Sailing Yacht, I think, is just my favorite. I mean... For sure. Sailing with the pirate music over everything. The pirate music is back. Yeah. So good. Um, yeah, so we'll see you guys right. next week. We'll see you next week.